Welcome to Life at God's Pace podcast. This is episode 13. Unlucky 13, right? If you're superstitious. Um, This episode, episode 13, marks the beginning of our journey through 1 Timothy. I want to spend some time walking through 1 Timothy with you. Now, the title for uh, this uh, season in 1 Timothy is going to be God's Blueprint for Leadership. God's Blueprint for Leadership. Uh, What I want to do with this podcast, I realize that everyone is not a pastor that listens, hopefully. So I want to frame it in this light. Christians, generally speaking, all Christians are called to be leaders. That's foundational for what I want to do over the next weeks and months as we begin our journey through 1 Timothy. I want to operate on that premise that if you are born again, if you have been brought from death to life, if you've been regenerated, then you are are called to be a leader. Now, there's a hundred million billion definitions of leadership, and it's not my intention to explore that dynamic. Uh, my podcast is not academic in nature, <laughs> mainly because my brain is still <coughs> is is still based on a Commodore 64 type processor. But I'm going to give you a simple definition and a thoroughly lacking definition of what I think a leader is. So what is a leader? A leader is called by God to be salt and light in the world. A leader is called by God to be salt and light in the world. Now, in the church, God has given us, God has ordained that the church would have two officers or two offices pastors or elders and then deacons but again i'm speaking not only to pastors and not only to deacons i am speaking to every born again believer that we are called to be salt and light in this world i operate under the assumption that all believers are to be leaders now how we lead can be a different story So it is my prayer that our exposition of 1 Timothy will help us lead well. And the highest motive for a leader, or the highest motive in leadership, is not self-glory, is not kingdom building for self, is not ambition or worldly ambition. The highest motive, the highest good that any leader can do is to seek the glory of God above all things. And then secondary, or almost there with it, is the good of others. So a leader is motivated to bring glory to God and good and the good of others. Now I want to give you a couple definitions in this introduction to the introduction of 1 Timothy. I want to give you the definition of a concept I've used quite often, and and others may have come up with it. I honestly don't know. But uh, I practice what's called C 
COI. Now, COI stands for the circle of influence. You say, what is COI then? It is based on the belief that wherever you are and whoever you are, God has divine appointments or opportunities for you. It is based on the belief that there are absolutely no accidents in God's creation. We've got to live each moment of our life knowing that we are His servants and He uses us in this fallen world. In fact, take a moment and think with me about your week so far. Now, I'm recording this on Friday. And just think about whenever you're listening. Just think about your week. Just everything. Just think about things that stand out. Think 30 seconds and, and just sort of brainstorm. What was this week like or what has it been like? Do you or did you live with the awareness that you're God's missionary? Did you live with that awareness that you're God's missionary? Did you seek out ways to advance the gospel through either evangelism or encouraging other believers? Did you live with that awareness when you went to Walmart? <laughs> Walmart is a mission field. There's a lot of people there or Target or wherever you shop. But when you go to Walmart, you're entering into a mission field, and, and there your circle of influence is. In fact, even a moment with your kids is a moment that we would call a COI. Not to be confused with a show called CSI. If your kids are driving you crazy, please don't show up on that show. And so we have the circle of influence, and we have leadership. And I want you to hang those together. And with those two terms in mind, let's, let's think about 1 Timothy. It is, as most of my listeners would probably know, a, a, an epistle, a letter belonging in the New Testament. And it is part of that genre or that literature division that we would call an epistle letter that I just mentioned. Well, in fact, even within the letters that are written, this has often been included in what's called pastoral letters, 1st, 2nd Timothy, and Titus. These are what we often assume are the pastoral epistles. And so this is really a letter written for those serving in the church, but, but I hope to find principles and I hope to teach you principles for not only leadership in the church, but leadership in this fallen world. Now, for pastors, let's just think for a moment, leading a church can be overwhelming at times. I mean, it, it is just, it can be frustrating it, it, it can, we can be banging our heads against the wall. We're reminded almost frequently that 
we're not smart enough to do this, and that's a good thing. It, it can be overwhelming. In, in, in fact, it is like putting together toys for your children. Now, there is a concept that if we could lose our salvation, <laughs> it would be when we try to put together the toys for our children. And I can never figure out how to fold tab B into slot C without breaking part A, which sometimes I can't even find part A because it is missing. I mean, we're in over our head, and when you try to follow the directions that are given to you, very few of us can read uh, those directions. And just a side note, and don't get me started on putting together a toy only to find out it will not fit in the door of your house or your children's room. That may or may not have happened. <laughs> the accused will remain silent. But, but my journey through 1 Timothy with you, it, it is not about perfection. It's not about becoming a perfect leader. In, in actuality, it's about a leader who's driven by the Word of God. It, it is about becoming even more dependent upon God. Well, we're not searching from some, for some holy grail. We're, we're not Gnostics looking for secret knowledge. I, I want us just to be men and women who see that we are called to impact this world for the glory of God and the good of others. It's, it's about learning that the strength we need or the wisdom we need is not found in us or in self-help books, but in the Word of God, in God Himself. And this letter that Paul wrote to his son in the faith, will seem strange and foreign to many Christians and many churches in the 21st century. In many ways, the, the wisdom shared by Paul under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit will go against the wisdom of this age. There's no shortage of books on leadership and the church in the 21st century. Well, there's some good books out there and there's some really, really bad ones. What we're going to find in this first epistle, this first letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, it's not instructions on church programs. Well, maybe 1 Timothy 5 might be some instructions, but there, there are no instructions on Awana or Sunday school or anything like that. There's no instructions on church building design. Well, there's not a lot in this epistle about which particular brand of literature you should use, although it does remind us that truth matters. There's not a lot of, in fact, I know of none, psychological babble in this book. We can thank the Lord for that. We need less worldly wisdom and more biblical wisdom in our life, and that's why I'm excited about this journey through 1 Timothy. I think the key word, or the key verse, I should say, the key verses for this book, I believe is found 
really later in the book or the verses for this podcast I'm going to use. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 through 15, Paul there says, I am writing these things to you, hoping to come to you before long, but in case I am delayed, I write so that you will know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth. So we see there, this, this letter conducts us it was written so that we would know how to behave ourselves, so to speak, in the house of God. How to live. And that's important because what America needs for from believers, from churches, is not a hip church, a cool church. But we're to be a holy church that's anchored in doctrine and devotion. That's true leadership. I'll give you a little assignment this week. Read 1 Timothy, number one. Read 1 Timothy. And then second, consider the concept of the circle of influence. Be aware of that circle. If you want to reflect more on that, uh, read the Good Samaritan in Luke. Next week, we're going to, again, just get to the introduction of the book. This was the introduction of the introduction. And next week, we're going to look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Stay tuned, uh, or, or be on the lookout for episode 14, which will be Monday. We'll continue to uh, work through Alan Nelson's book, Before the Throne. Y'all have a great day. Thank you.